men who are gentle, welcome back to your favorite Nintendo news podcast where we go into depth on every single little piece of news regarding the big N, Nintendo. We have Zelda news, Splatoon news, Mario Kart tour news, quotes from Miyamoto himself, the creator of Mario. It's a great week for Nintendo fans. Welcome back to the show. It's us with your host, M Swizzle. You knew that because you either clicked on the video and you saw the channel name, or you just know me at this point. Whatever it may be, we're bringing you all the news that no one else will bring to you. You know, you will see, oh, we have news here. We have news, Nintendo news. Oh no, they're, they're not bringing you all of it. We bring you all of it every single week, every detail, even as small as Nintendo Switch Sports. What outfits are in there? We're bringing you everything this should be an official nintendo show it should be i should be on their channel i'm bringing you all the news but so much news especially for you zelda fans out there who are waiting for tears of the kingdom we have a whole segment dedicated to that but i'm gonna do some intro stuff some housekeeping to begin the podcast if you want to jump into any of the news there are chapters in the podcast so if if you're on youtube or even on spotify anywhere you are if you look in the description you will see chapters as to timestamps for which news we talk about at what point so if you want to jump to something that we discussed feel free to do that but for now housekeeping for those who care a few things to get over during the intro First things first, you guys know that I have had a second angle camera to kind of make the watching experience more interesting, or I'll switch to, of course, a second angle camera, and I was a bit, I've been a bit disappointed with the quality of it. Uh, it's not a high quality camera, it's like, it's, like, it's like a webcam, so I actually found a fix. My bed is right next to the whole podcast recording area, so what I did is, is, is I took my B camera... And I put it on a tripod on my bed. And so it's now kind of getting like a, uh, I'm not sure, like a higher up view of the entire podcast recording spot. It's super cool. I don't think that'll ever address that camera because it's super far. It's meant to like kind of highlight the whole desk area and kind of make just the podcast scenery look a lot cooler. So second angle camera is always going to be there and it'll switch to that here and there. Not maybe as much as I used to switch between the two angles, but you will see that angle at some points in time. So there's that second angle camera. Apart from that, guys, you can see behind me. Sorry, audio listeners, but for video only, we have some housekeeping. If you see behind me, I've see, there, there are some lights back there, back behind me. We're actually going to be introducing some second channel content starting sometime, hopefully next week. I thought it would be like Monday, but no, hopefully the next week. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the uh, audio situation sorted out. So hopefully next week we'll have some second channel content. What can you expect on the second channel? You can expect a whole lot of extra Nintendo content, whether it be whatever game I picked up at a retro game store whether it be me talking about a game from 2010. If you're a fan of me and a fan of Nintendo, you will love my second channel. So I would advise you to subscribe if any of that sounds interesting. The channel name is my real name, Max Corbett. It'll be linked in the description of the podcast. And so you can find it there. There are no good uploads on there yet. I have a few videos. I have like four shorts and uh, an editing time lapse, 
but the good content that I'm speaking about will come, as I said, hopefully next week, hopefully next week. And then after that, I mean, it could be like twice a day, once a day, five times a day, you know, who knows what it'll be, but you'll find so much cool content over there. And it's not even going to be like lower quality content. It'll be quality stuff but just things that wouldn't make as much sense on the main channel. So it's kind of like a fun channel, kind of like, like a hobby channel. I won't be talking about things like, I went to the park yesterday, guys, but it'll be um, all gaming, and I am excited for it. So that should be fun. We'll get that going within the next seven days or so. I need to order an arm for the microphone. I've tried a few microphones for that setup. Like, if you watched, and I'll actually bring it up here, I unboxed the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom OLED Switch. If, if you want to see my unboxing video, it's my newest video on the M Swizzle channel. I'll link it in the description as well. Um, I unboxed it over there, and I was using a certain microphone that I thought would sound better. Turned out it sounds not amazing. So that video audio quality, it's all right. It's listenable, but it's not what I desire for that setup. So uh, I'm going to use my old microphone, which it sounds pretty dang good. Like if you've been listening to the podcast for, um, I don't know, over like two months, you've heard it before. It sounds pretty good. So I'm going to use that. Uh, if it still sounds bad, th then I'll use the microphone that you're hearing right now, but really you shouldn't notice a gigantic difference in audio quality. So that is second channel. It'll be right behind me. And that's fun. I've got some lights. I've got some cool lights for it and got some cool, uh, I have like an overhead camera that, that you can see back there should be good stuff. So second channel content, Max Corbett channel coming very soon. Next, I want to bring up, this is a milestone episode 36 releasing on May 3rd, 2023 is actually the second to last episode before the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom releases. This is the second last one, second to last one, and we have tons of Zelda news for you. So once again, if you're excited about Tears of the Kingdom, if you're a Zelda fan, this is quite a podcast for you. So we're, we'll, we'll get into all that. There's a whole segment for it, and then there's some reading headlines, headlines for it. So we'll get into it. And then you guys know... <sighs> I come on here during the intro and discuss my backlog of games. You would know that I'm trying to beat Twilight Princess before Tears of the Kingdom releases. You're probably wondering where I, where I am on that journey. Um, I quit. So, <laughs> I quit. I didn't quit the game, but I have not played Twilight Princess in about five days or so, which isn't very long, but for someone who's trying to beat it before the new game comes out, that's pretty bad. So, um, I just, one, it seemed impossible to actually beat it before the new game comes out. Two, I just haven't had time to really do so recently. So, I haven't, I've not, I've not been playing Twilight Princess HD uh, in the lead up to Tears of the Kingdom. I'll beat it after I beat Tears of the Kingdom, but I'm really, really looking forward to Tears of the King. I've said Tears of the Kingdom like five times. I'm looking forward to the new Zelda game, put it that way. I'm looking forward to it. That'll be fun. I actually, so I pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom at Best Buy. And uh, I have yet to see an official announcement on whether or not they're doing a midnight release. So what I've done 
is I called my local Best Buy. They said they're not doing a midnight release. Uh, but it was some lady that I don't even think was like in the video game department. So who is she to trust? And I, I say that because you would think she's trustworthy. But what happened is I went on the Best Buy live chat. And these are these are employees from, you know, all over. Like, it, they're, they're not store-specific employees. Like, the people who I'm talking to on live chat are not from my local Best Buy. And so I went on there three times just to be sure. Three people said, yes, there is a midnight release at all Best Buy locations. Is that going to be true? We need to wait for an official announcement from Best Buy social media or on their site. But three Best Buy live chat agents were like, yeah, let me check on that. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to transfer you to these people. And they will tell you. Three different Best Buy live chat people have told me there is a midnight release for Tears of the Kingdom. So me and my brother... Uh, are going to go to that, I think, if there really is one. So if that does happen, you will be able to expect a collector's edition unboxing uh, at about 1.30 in the morning on May 12th. And you will also see, I might vlog the whole midnight release because I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of like a cool thing to do, to vlog the midnight release for a big Zelda game. So I'll try and do that. Um, as much as I can, I want to get there like five hours early, possibly even be like number one in line. So <laughs> I'll see. I'm crazy. Like I will be there five hours early if my brother is on board. If not, we'll be there around 830 or so, but which is still very early. But like, you know, uh, I, I want to go, you know, somewhere near seven. So we'll see how that goes. Anyways, you can expect Tears of the Kingdom unboxing for the collector edition you can expect a maybe a vlog of the midnight release and then in terms of gameplay i will not be streaming tears of the kingdom uh, i will not be home on you know the, the the day after it comes out may 13th and so i have a different piece of content planned it will be no gameplay, so when you watch it, you will not have to worry about any kind of spoilers, or you shouldn't. If you do, I'll I'll disclose that in the beginning, but you shouldn't have to worry about any spoilers when watching my planned Tears of the Kingdom content. And so, yeah, big stuff, big stuff for Zelda content. And that is about it for the housekeeping during the intro. I hope that you're all excited for the new Zelda game and my content from it <sighs> should be a lot now i mean i guess i should kind of say why i'm not streaming it one won't be home two even if i was i just don't think that i would because one no one wants a game like that spoiled no one wants like i'm not watching a tears of the kingdom stream when like you know before i've even played it so i'm not doing that so i doubt that you'll do that and so i just don't think it'll be something that fits my brand or kind of like what I do, but you will have content either way, non-spoiler content, unless me opening the collector edition is spoiler. I don't think it is because either if you have it, hopefully you would have opened it first. And two, apart from the art book, which I might, you know, I'll probably open up the art book. So maybe, okay, maybe there is a spoiler there. I'll probably, I don't know. Should I open the art book on the box? Like, because Years after Tears of the Kingdom is said and done, 
people who want to look at the unboxing will want to see what the art book looked like. So I'll probably show it and I'll and I'll like say spoiler guys if, if you don't want to see it click off now but for the people who like watch this video in 2027 they'll probably want to see the art book so I'll definitely show it but um I will disclose spoiler so you do not have to see it if you do not want to as I'm sure there are some characters in there that are not you know shown off yet uh, you know until you find them in the middle of the game who knows but I'll probably show off the art book. Anyways, uh, one more thing. Sorry. For those who are listening, thank you. Um, there is no guest today, obviously. So I feel like I want to start doing guests about every other episode. I did it last week with Bo. And it was really fun talking to, to somebody who knows as much about this company as I do. So... It was fun, but I want to do this week solo, and then I feel that every other episode will have somebody on. I have a good idea of who I want next weekend, or next week, sorry, next Wednesday. So I'll try to make that happen. If I cannot make a guest happen, then worst case, it'll be me, which is not even that bad of a case, I don't think. Uh, but I will try for a guest every other week. You cannot make somebody come on. So <laughs> if there is none... You know, that's why. But my attempt is once every other week. With that, that is all of the housekeeping in the intro. Thank you all so much for listening to that. My nose is stuffy. But I think it's time to get to all of the great Nintendo news that you are waiting to hear about. I think it's time. Mario thinks it's time. You think it's time. This whole live chat in the premiere, if you're watching on YouTube, thinks it's time. Let's go ahead. Let's get to our reading headlines segment where we go through all of the, not many, but pieces of Nintendo news that, you know, we can't go on and on and on about, but are still great pieces of news. Let's go. Yes, guys, reading headline segment. So what this is, is we go through tons and tons and bits of Nintendo news that, as I said, we cannot go on for ages and ages about talking about. Like, for example, our first headline, we'll be able to go over for about two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. But it's still big news either way. So let's get to our first headline of the day, our first piece of Nintendo news dating back to April 25th, the day that I believe, was that the Wednesday? That was a Tuesday. So this happened right after my podcast was my was recorded with Bo, our last news podcast. This happened right after later that day. We got two brand new Nintendo Switch micro SD cards revealed. These are official by Nintendo and SanDisk SD cards revealed. So we got one being the Yoshi 64 gigabyte micro SD card. It is green and it has the Yoshi egg on it. That one's very cool. Once again, 64 gigabytes. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that one because if you're a big Switch owner, you probably want more than 64 gigabytes. So I would say that's more of a collector's item, but that is $16 and that releases on May 12th. 2023 at least on amazon so same day as tears of the kingdom that makes great sense because the other sd card 
is the Zelda Triforce 1 terabyte micro SD card that releases on May 12th as well, same day as Tears of the Kingdom. So that is your best value one. That is the, I believe, one of the biggest or the biggest official micro SD card that you can buy. That'll cost you $150. Uh, I mean, I don't know who has that many digital games, but if you do, I'd say that's probably worth it. That price is worth it. So special Zelda micro SD card, uh, those all release on May 12th. But the weird thing is, and I bring this up on Amazon, when I try to buy these SD cards, I, I was not going to buy them, but it says free delivery on June 8th, despite them releasing on May 12th. Free delivery on June 8th. I don't know if that's a me thing. I don't know if it'll say the same for you. But for me, it says free delivery on June 8th. So while they release on May 12th, and you might find them in stores like Best Buy or Target, Amazon will get it to you on June 8th. So almost one month late? I don't know. But, you know, SD cards... They're cool. You can download more games. You can download, uh, I mean, DLC, DLC games, all that digital stuff. All the goods can fit on the SD card, store more pictures, store more videos. And if you're running out of space now, definitely upgrade. I'm not sure the one terabyte just sounds kind of overkill. I personally use, I think it's a 256. It could actually be, no, it's definitely 256. Uh, I use a 256 Samsung card. I forget how much it cost me. Like, was it like 40 bucks, 50 bucks, somewhere around there. And that's for me, for someone who admittedly is more of a physical gamer. Uh, that's more than enough. That's way more than enough. I will never run out or I shouldn't have run out. But, you know, once again, I do buy all the games that I can physically. So that's probably why if you're a main, mainly digital gamer yeah you might want a 512 or a one terabyte but for me physical games 256 no problems and even if you did 128 i'm not sure that it would affect that either like it just depends on how many digital games you buy if most of your games are physical i'd say 128 if most are digital 256 and above uh but yeah it, it kind of just depends look at your storage right now and just see how much you're, you're taking up. Do you need to upgrade? How much do you need? I don't know. But you definitely do need an SD card. I wouldn't buy 64 gigabytes. Only if you, I guess, if that would like really, okay, put, put, it, put it this way. If you had bought mostly physical games, I feel like that only covers like all the save data to those games. Like if you have about 50 physical games is 64 gigabytes no no it's not that much but 64 will probably hold a bunch of your save data which will in the end be like 25 gigabytes and then i guess that that would make it like 40 gigs of games like it's not very much at all so my recommendation 128 256 or 512 gigabytes now if you're a collector one terabyte but that is my micro SD card ramble, okay? So you probably have what you need already, and you're tired of me talking about micro SD cards, but you know, get what you need, and that's the end of that.
Although sometimes if you buy the non-Nintendo SD cards, they can sometimes be a bit cheaper. Just make sure that, that you're getting a good brand and good writing speeds as well on the SD cards. These ones are great for the Switch and they work obviously with other devices as well. Next, that was the only piece of news on April 25th that I was not able to cover on the last podcast recording. And then that Wednesday when the podcast was posted, me and Bo thought this would happen. Bo was our last guest on the podcast. And this was a part of his video where we discussed that the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom gameplay previews were rumored to be releasing that Wednesday. What happened? Exactly that. Now, the previews were were released. I will not go into any depth because I do not want to spoil anything for anybody. But if you go and watch, I'm sure, as you know by now, uh, there's IGN, you have Nintendo Life, a few YouTubers. They've all posted gameplay of Tears of the Kingdom where they were invited to play the game. And they can only show bits and pieces as they're under NDA non-disclosure agreement where they can't say certain things you can get a good idea of what the game is going to look like run like feel like and all those previews so if you want to see all that the previews are out there just search i guess tears of the kingdom previews on youtube they will pop up and so as i said i will not go into depth but we actually have more a follow-up story on that later that, that we'll discuss involving ign and if you're asking me me, myself, I have not watched very much of these previews. I'm not, like, against it. Like, I'm not, like, I don't want to see anything. I just want to go into the game blind. I'm not like that. I just haven't, you know, decided to sit down and, and say, let's watch a preview. So, I'm very, very clueless as to, like, I could I could barely even tell you the abilities that are in the game. I know that you have, I won't even say because someone's going to, you know, be upset that I'm, spoil, uh, I'm spoiling the game. I've seen a few, obviously the ones that AGL Numa walked us through. And I also want to say something about people who are uploading Tears of the Kingdom videos. If any of you are somehow listening to the podcast, you're the chosen one. I feel like all these videos from like 50 YouTubers are all the exact same. And I'm not trying to, you know, like crap on these YouTubers who are making it because it's good content. But I feel like a lot of them, I'm calling people out here, I'm sorry, just make yours different. Add jokes in the video, add crazy cool pop-up editing, do something different to make all these people watching Tears of the Kingdom content go to your video and not anybody else's. Add something editing-wise, make jokes in the video, do something to make your video different because all of them feel the exact same. only thing different are the voices and the trailers shown during the video. Make yours different. Do some cool editing, jokes, anything, anything. Add your own taste to the videos and get right into the news. Do not stall. I'm giving you all tips. I'm giving. I'm, I'm spitting game right now. For those who want to make Tears of the Kingdom news content, please consider that advice. I'm not here to crap on any of the people doing it. I just want to see everyone win. And if you do that... You will win. I'm not making that kind of content just because I I used to be a news YouTuber for Animal Crossing. At least kind of. I was a streamer and I covered news right away. For me, that, that really, really sucked. Like, I had to be alert 24-7 if there was Animal Crossing news to report it immediately. I didn't like it, so I'm not making that 
for Zelda content. I don't want to be in that little race anymore to upload the video. I don't want to do it. So there's that. Sorry, I'm I'm not calling people out. I'm not ripping content, but that is just just just, just make your video different because people will will notice if they're watching 50 Zelda videos and yours is so creative, pop up editing, cool animations, different kind of commentary, different perspectives. You know, people are all people will, will be like. You're the guy. You're the main guy. You know, you're the best one making these videos. So, quality over quantity and quality over how fast you, you can get the video out. That's all I have to say. But, yeah, that's that. Next. Next topic for April 26th. Lego. Mario Lego have put out a very, very spicy announcement. Including... The Kong family, DK, Donkey Kong. We have a bunch of new Donkey Kong-related Super Mario Lego sets arriving in your household August 1st, 2023 on shelves in stores at your local Target, your local Walmart, or even online. Anywhere. So, as I said, four new sets have been announced. Let's go through each one and talk to you about them all. So, the first one is the Rambi the Rhino expansion set. And what it means by expansion set is you can buy the Mario and Luigi sets that are kind of like called the starter courses where it just gives you Mario, gives you a few Lego pieces, you build. That's kind of called the starter set. So, what it means by expansion set is if you have the Mario or Luigi figure or even the Peach figure, that's essentially expanding that set. You should have those Mario and, and Luigi figures to expand to something like the Rambi, the Rhino expansion set. This set releases, as I said, August 1st for $10.99 and is 106 pieces. And on there, you have Rambi, the Rhino from the Donkey Kong games, along with some rocks, a banana. And What's cool about this one is those Mario, Luigi, or Peach figures can actually ride on the Rhino. And while that's cool, it's also very confusing because if you have played any of the Donkey Kong games, Donkey Kong himself is typically the one who rides on this Rhino. So to have Mario, Luigi, and Peach be doing that in the Lego set is just weird. It's very, very weird. But as I said, you have some stackable rocks. So there are three rocks in the picture. You can stack them all up and essentially just run the Rhino Lego into the rocks. That's basically all the fun that it is. But for $11, that's kind of what you pay for, a Rhino and some rocks. So there's that. Cool set. Cool budget set. I do like that one a lot. It would make more sense for Donkey Kong to actually ride on that Rhino. But, you know, whatever floats your boat or rides your Rhino, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's cool. So, there's the first one. The next one is very cool. And this one I actually might buy because it seems like, in my opinion, the best value. So, the next one is the Dixie Jungle Jam expansion set. This is the Dixie Kong set. And so, it's kind of what it sounds like. Dixie Kong is on stage with Squawk the Bird. Oh, sorry. This is $26.00. And 174 pieces, $26.99. You have Dixie Kong on, on stage with the Squawk Bird from the Donkey Kong games. And what is very, very cool is 
All these sets relate to those Mario, Luigi, and Peach starter figures. So with this set, you can actually put a Mario, Luigi, or Peach figure, one of those guys, on the stage. And this is what the description says. The description says, place Mario, Luigi, or Peach center stage and turn them to make the connected stage platforms rotate, activating musical sounds. Musical sounds from a Lego set I've never heard of before. I don't know if that's like an illusion thing. Like like if you turn them around, if you do what it just said, you know, are there actual sounds that you can hear? Or is it like, you know, kind of like a cool feature that you kind of act like there are sounds in your head? Like, is it like a real speaker in this Lego set? I don't know. And the description did not specify. But... Whatever it is, that one sounds like the best value. You have Dixie, Squawk, Palm Trees in the back, a microphone, Dixie Kong's guitar, bongos, an amplifier. This thing is nuts. This set sounds best value. But this next one might even be greater value. Actually, I don't know because it's a lot more expensive for what you're actually getting. So the next set is the Donkey Kong's Treehouse expansion set. Expansion set, of course, to the Mario sets. And so this one has Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong, and of course, Donkey Kong's Treehouse. So, from the description, this says, quote, Explore the treehouse with its buildable TV, radio, and secret compartment. Nap in the hammock, knock a banana off the palm tree, play the conga drums, and more. This is very, very cool. I do like the Donkey Kong Treehouse set. Now, this is $59.99. 555 pieces. For 500 pieces, I don't know that that price is worth it. That's that's the same price as a Switch game. You, you build it in, I don't know, three hours or so, and you're basically done. So, collectors, that's a cool item for you, but... $60, I get it's Lego, but for me, like, my thing is, as I just said, you build it, you build it, and you're done. Like, that's it. For 60 bucks. I just don't know if it's worth it. Now, that Dixie Kong one, obviously, is the same concept, but it's a lot more affordable. For just about 30 bucks, $27, you know, it's a lot more affordable. I am not a giant fan that it's 174 pieces, because that... That goes by in less than an hour. So maybe you are getting scammed here. I don't know. Maybe that, that, the dang Rhino is, is the best value for for uh, 10 bucks. Maybe that's the best value. I don't even know. And then, then this next set. This next set is nowhere near great value. But I am going to report on it because that's what we do. I advise against purchasing this set as it is a very, very cool set. But a lot of your money. So... Next, we have the Diddy Kong Minecart Rhine Expansion Set. So it includes Diddy Kong, the great Funky Kong, and it's a broken minecart ride that has been exploded. There's a shark called Snaggles in the back. You also have a mole miner in there, and there's also an airplane in this set that actually turns in to Funky Kong's shop with balloons and other items. And it's it's a very, very cool set. You have Diddy Kong in a minecart that Mario, Luigi, or Peach can also fit in, which is just a weird combo. But you have all of that, 
and uh, for $110, 1,157 pieces, I just don't know if it's worth it. Maybe I'm just not a Lego collector guy. Maybe that's what this is. I don't totally know, but I don't know. It's just not, it's not my jam, I guess is what you can say about that. It's not my jam. I will not be picking up the Diddy Minecart ride set. I don't know if you're a big Lego fan. That's very cool. I just think that they're a little bit overpriced. Let me know if you agree, actually, uh, in the comments. So these all release on August 1st, and then one other set that we had seen a few months ago, or about, you know, one one month ago, that, that, that was previously revealed, is the Dry Bowser Castle Battle Expansion set. We saw this, but did not have a release date. The release date is going to be August 1st, 2023, along with all of these Donkey Kong sets. Get excited. Lego Mario is, is spiking again. It's spiking. It's getting more popular. They're making more sets. I want to see other franchises from Nintendo be Lego sets. We'll have to see if that happens in the future. But otherwise, we have the Donkey Kong sets. Those are all there for you. Go and get them. They're available on the site. I don't know if you can pre-order them yet. I don't believe that, that you can. But, you know, they're all really... <clears throat> sorry. They're all releasing. Gotta clear the throat. They're all releasing soon. Get them. They'll be at stores. They'll be on the site. Everywhere. Next. The next piece of news for April 26th is that the big N, Nintendo, is returning to Gamescom 2023 now for those who do not know gamescom it's comparable to like a pax east it's a trade festival and if you ask them if you ask gamescom themselves they call it the world's largest gaming event so do with that what you will it's in cologne germany at here we go cone messe i think i said that right or the cologne trade fair it takes place from august 23rd to August 27th, Wednesday to Sunday, that week. And so, Nintendo has not been at a Gamescom since 2019. Four years. So, the, this is their, 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 their first one since four years. I would believe that to be because the pandemic uh, from 2019 to not going in 2020, and then non after, you know, none after that, to then going in 2023, I would assume that's partially pandemic related. So they're back. And here's the thing. As of May 2nd, 2023, or even May 3rd, they've not announced anything worthy of showing off at Gamescom that'll be unreleased when that convention takes place. So they might have a copy of Tears of the Kingdom on the show floor. That people can play they might have pikmin 4 as that'll be relatively new when this convention takes place but in terms of like game demos and like playing games that are not out yet for nintendo they've not announced anything now what would make sense is if they held a june direct presentation to show off some new games they show off games like tomonachi life or something and then you can play a demo of tomonachi life at gamescom that would make sense but as of this very second Nothing makes sense for them to go to Gamescom. Now, sometimes they announce news at Gamescom, or they'll have like an indie world or something. Uh, we'll have to see. They don't do that all the time, and it's typically 
not very major news. Like they don't they they wouldn't announce like a new Mario game there. So don't expect that. But sometimes there is news there, so we'll have to keep an eye on what they're doing. But yeah, they need to announce some kind of game to show off there because they have nothing at that point. In August, we have Pikmin 4 released, Zelda released, nothing new. So unless they're just there to show off like pre-existing games, like Pikmin 4, that that that'll be out by the time it happens. I don't know what they plan to do there. It could be big though. Could be big, could be as big as a new Switch model that they announce in June and show off and do a whole presentation at Gamescom. I don't know what it'll be. Don't expect very much, but it is in Germany for those interested. So take that flight, get out there, and see what they're doing, because I don't know. Next, our last... Actually, no. I was going to say last piece of news for April, April 26th. We have one more, actually. So, another piece of news for April 26th. The creator of Mario, the creator of Mario, Luigi, all these cool fellas, Shigeru Miyamoto, says, there's a big quote from him, says, the success of the Mario movie, quote, exceeded my expectations, and he believes poor reviews actually helped the popularity. Let me explain. So, the Mario movie, as you know, when it first came out, was getting negative reviews, a whole lot of negatives. And, of course, you know, that's that's changed ever since. But that was how the movie had began. And so he thinks this helped it. Here is the quote from an interview with NDW.JP. So a, a Japan outlet. Uh, let's go through. He said, quote, I am already lucky. Really. There are a lot of good things in the world, but I believe that only a few of them are noticed. So I had high expectations that the movie would do well, but when I opened the lid, I was surprised to find that it exceeded my expectations. It's not easy to make it this far without a little help from luck. Moreover, overseas critics gave the film quite low marks. I think that was part of the reason for the buzz. I would be happy if they said that it changed the definition of cinema. That's how lucky I was. He's a lucky man, he says. L lucky man Miyamoto. So, that's what he thinks of the Mario movie poor reviews. That was in an interview. And, yeah, you know, it's it's very nice to see a bunch of quotes from Miyamoto because we don't always get those very often. So, that's definitely nice to see. I do like that a lot. Miyamoto, the man, creator of Mario, everything like that. Miyamoto's great. We all love him. And I'm happy for the Mario movie. We have more news more news on that later on in the podcast. But the Mario movie is doing big things. So congrats Mario and the fellas and all the voice actors and the whole team at Illumination and Nintendo. Congrats over there. Next, our small piece of news that you might care about and might get you back into Nintendo Switch Sports. The outfits for this week lasting from April 26th to May 17th. There are new outfits on the block. So the completion bonus, if you get all the rewards, is going to be the cute set, which is kind of like a fun, vibrant, I'm not sure how you would explain it. A fun, vibrant, colorful set. It's a cute set, so a whole lot of pink. And so there are four clothing and accessory items available. You have the cute ribbon, the cute cap, the cute paint, and 
the red tracksuit. Those are four items available right now. There is a piece of badminton gear. You have the racket that is green. And then you have some volleyball gear. You have the tricolor volleyball, which is also very cool. I actually have that one. That one's cool. And then for stamps, you have the smiling face, the tearful face, the cool face, and the oops face. Of course, if you do not know, in between little sessions during the sports, you can send a little emote. That is what those are. Smiling, tearful, cool, and oops. And then for titles, like what you call yourself, like a smiling child or, you know, best podcast. These are titles. You you combine two words to make a title for you. The first set of titles are family teammate shocking and gathering so for example my title could be two of those words that you know mine could be shocking teammate or gathering family like those could be a title all you do is combine two words and then the second set of titles are daily holiday nice and judgment so i could be nice holiday or daily holiday or nice judgment or shocking holiday any of those can be your title in the Switch Sports game available now. And actually, we just passed its one-year anniversary just this past week. I believe it was, I dude, April 29th or so. You know, I should probably, you know, know that because I was so excited for it. But yeah, that came out April 29th. I, I knew it. I'm a genius. Just kidding. April 29th, happy one year to Switch Sports. Next, April 27th, guys, things are heating up. There, There's some drama. There's drama, guys. So, with the whole Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom previews releasing, there is no spoiler here. We discussed earlier how there, is going, how there was an NDA where these companies cannot discuss some things they had seen and played through. So, we don't know what they are, but these people saw some cool things that they can't tell us about. And what happened was IGN actually slipped up and showed us some of the things that they were not supposed to show according to their NDA. And I won't go through what it is, but Nintendo was not happy. So it was specifically IGN Japan, although IGN US also showed off you know, a few things that you shouldn't show off. But IGN Japan was really... You know, it seemed very malicious, but I'm sure it wasn't. So, IGN Japan, I will not say what they showed, but without spoiling anything, they showed off the inventory, which you cannot do. They showed off, they showed off how you get these abilities, which you cannot do. And they're in trouble. I don't know the full extent of it, but they've gone after IGN Japan, them being Nintendo. Going after them, I don't know what that's like. I don't know if they'll continue working with IGN. Who knows? You would think that that they will because they have a long relationship. But we'll see what happens there. IGN Japan, gotta be gotta be careful. You showed off a little bit too much. The inventory items, how you get the ability, that's a lot, right? That that is a lot. So be careful, IGN. Hope all is well. The Nintendo Ninjas do not mess around. But do you know what's kind of weird? Because of that, like, they they must have... These ninjas over at the 
Nintendo Office probably went through like every single video and made sure that no one showed anything that they shouldn't have. Because if they caught IGN Japan, like that's like there's no copyright system that detects if something false was shown. Like they had to have gone through every single video to make sure that nobody posted something that that, that, that you know they, they shouldn't have according to their NDA. Which I don't know what was in it. But that's just weird. Like dude, they don't they seriously do not mess around over at the big N. But there's that. IGN, have fun. I like you. You have great information. But be careful. Next, more Zelda news. There are Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nintendo Switch Online icons available now. So, there are two waves of this. Wave 1, that was actually released a while ago, but is now being brought back. Wave 1 has been brought back from April 26th to May 3rd. And then Wave 2 is available from May 3rd to May 10th. So if you have a desire to get some Breath of the Wild icons, those are available from those dates. Next, April 28th news. We're not even at May yet. In or in May. Happy May, by the way. May 2nd as of recording. May 3rd as of posting. Happy May. Happy, happy May. So we have April 28th news. Not a crazy amount, but a good amount. A digestible amount. So beginning with... The obvious, and you already know it, the Tears of the Kingdom Special Edition Switch OLED has been released. I believe it's actually still in stock at several retailers. Like, I saw it the day after uh, in a Target store, just still on the shelf, just still there. So, these are not selling out, and it's not its not like they're, they're, lim- they're limited at all. Like, on Amazon, it says, free delivery May 4th. Free delivery, it's not Prime, which must mean that they are a little bit low, but yeah, free delivery in two days. I don't know, they're not limited at all. So it's shipped and sold by Amazon. I guess they are, yeah, there's a whole lot. So if you still have a desire to buy a Tears of the Kingdom OLED, you can very well still do that. They're available, multiple stores, but as of right now, You should have no problem getting one. I wonder if they'll be a rare because like, for example, the 3DS version of the Zelda consoles, like the 3DS, the Triforce one and the Ocarina of Time 2DS, those have gone up in price a pretty good amount. Same thing with the Wind Waker Special Edition Wii U. That that gamepad has gone up in price a pretty good amount. I wonder if that'll be the same with the Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, switch. I don't know because everyone who wants one is buying one and they're in stock right now for retail price, but it could be rare. Like, I just feel like how do these things even go rare if everyone who wants one is buying one right now? I mean, not, not how are they rare, but like there seems to be a lot in stock. And then in 10 years on eBay, these will be like, $600, $700, you know, like, I don't know how they go up in price. They're available now, so if you really want one and think that you might want one, get it soon because I don't know how long they'll be making them. As I said, you know, they'll put out some 
special editions. Like, for example, they put out the Splatoon special edition. Those were out, and they weren't that limited, but they did go out of stock a few times. And then they actually brought those back recently. They announced Splatoon OLEDs are back in stock. So they're not really rare. If I click on the Splatoon OLED right now, uh, it is in stock. Also, free delivery Thursday, May 4th. So those are not, you know, limited. None of the OLEDs really are. So, really, I hope it doesn't go rare. It's a very, very cool console. I unboxed it. If, if you want to see my unboxing video, my unboxing video is on my channel. I'll leave it in the description. I unboxed it. But, yeah, just don't go rare. Buy them while you can. Don't buy them for three times the price, two, two times the price in a few years. Just buy it now. Next, you guys may have seen, for those in the U.S. who actually care about these kinds of things, the big old Nintendo New York City store has been getting a second floor remodel. They are remodeling the second floor. Now, when I heard about this, very cool idea. Very cool thing. I do like the second floor. I've been there, and it's cool. But to remodel it and to make it you know, so much more different, I guess, from the first floor, because they feel, they feel kind of the same, to make it different is very cool. So I was excited, and thank you to Go Nintendo and Kirby GCN17 for the information here. So, beginning with the private event held April 27th, they announced there's an event, so the floor will be closed off that day. We do not know what this event was about. No idea. It was a private event, people were invited. And we don't know. I would assume it's related to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, as at that point you're about three weeks out. So that's what I would assume. Who knows for sure? Uh, you're more so about two weeks out from the game releasing. So to have an event, private event, two weeks before, you would think it's for Zelda. Who knows? And then they've been doing a remodel. And in a video from Kirby GCN17, they show off some, some of the remodel, and specifically, they show off a section of the second floor that has this gigantic screen. Now, on the screen at the time was just a Windows Windows 11 wallpaper. You know, that's all that was there. But what you can assume will happen is, is either A, they'll have a gigantic Tears of the Kingdom launch event, or B, that'll be the new place to watch directs at so for example if there's a direct airing in september people like to go to the new york store to watch said direct so it's a bit cramped it's uh, crammed not like cramped it's a bit crammed when people actually go and watch so maybe this space will allow more more room to actually watch these presentations live with a whole watch party we don't know we'll have to see what it's all about Hopefully, we'll have some information when they actually do unveil the full second floor. That is it, though. That's all we know. Nintendo NYC is changing. But with that, our next piece of news for Mario Kart Tour, actually. Guys, I told you I would get into this game. I told you. And we're making progress. I thought about it, and I reinstalled it. But I have yet to actually play any Mario Kart Tour. So, 
deepest apologies. With that, the Bowser Tour has been announced for Mario Kart Tour plus Wave 31 of the Me Racing suits. So, we got a tour announced for the game. Now, tours, if you do not know, kind of like racing cups. You know, you, you race online, I believe. And I need to get back into it. Very, very fun stuff. This Bowser tour is going to be taking place from Tuesday, May 2nd, which is actually tonight as of recording, May 2nd at 11 p.m. Pacific time. That would actually be May 3rd at 2 a.m. Eastern time to Tuesday, May 16th at 11 p.m. Pacific time. Once again, that would be Wednesday, May 17th at 2 a.m. Eastern time. So, you know, that kind of changes there and there. But May 2nd to May 16th is the main part of it. All the time in between them is for Mario Kart Tour, the Bowser Tour. And then, as I mentioned, for the Mii Racing Suits, what it is is self-explanatory. If you're using a Mii, you, you, you can wear suits. And there are new suits representing the Koopalings. So, you have one Larry suit, the Koopaling Larry. You have an Iggy suit, a Roy suit, and a Ludwig Mii Racing suit. Those are all available in Mario Kart Tour, and I'm excited. I want to play this one. I really want to play this one. I just never think to, like, open up Mario Kart Tour and say, yeah, let's play the Bowser Tour. Yeah, let's let's do it. I always want to, but I never actually do. So maybe I will eventually. That's about that, though. Next, a fishy piece of news. How do you make this mistake? If you Okay, okay. I'm not even sure if it is a mistake, but it's... At the very least, a spoiler. It's a Mario movie spoiler. Kind of. So, I won't spoil it for you. I will not spoil it for you. Even though you've likely already seen the Mario movie. Mario movie. Um, how, Where do I even navigate this? So, if you watched the Mario movie and you stuck around for the post credit scene. The second one. They used that scene revealing some information, a teaser for the next movie in a TV commercial. So, recently pointed out by Aiden1291 on Twitter, they posted a Mario movie commercial that, that was on TV, and it had about half a second of that second post credit scene, the teaser one. And, I mean, for those who have not seen the Mario movie, that's got to be like a little bit of a spoiler. Because how do I navigate it with no spoilers? What was shown at the end of the movie in the post credit scene is the second one says a lot about the next Mario movie. So to put it in a trailer is kind of weird, kind of odd. I don't know if that's a mistake. That's a hard mistake to make to put it in a movie commercial or a TV commercial rather. But um, yeah, it's hard for me to describe what it is. Without spoiling it. The second post credit scene was shown off in a TV commercial. Weird stuff. Why would you do that? You're spoiling it for those who have not yet seen it. I don't know. Anyways. There's that. Why would you do that? I don't know. Thank you to once again Aiden1291 on Twitter for pointing that out. <sighs> Get your commercials under control. Illumination. Come on. Next. April 29th, we had some news on the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom file size. So, on the Switch, on the on the good old Switch system, 
you have some space, and we originally knew the Tears of the Kingdom file size to be 18 gigabytes, which would actually make it the largest first-party Switch game, the largest one. 18, 18 gigabytes, that, that's a lot. So, you have that, and recently, on April 29th, we actually got it changed. We saw that it changed on the website for the game from 18 to 16. So, we've compressed some content. We have removed some content from the game. 18 gigs to 16 gigs, making it still a very, very large game. Just two gigabytes smaller. So, you know, do with that what you will. If you have 18 gigs free, you now only need 16 gigabytes free. How fun, how great is that? 16 gigs, get your SD cards ready. We're having fun. Then on April 30th, we actually had a bit of sad news, but we have to see where this actually goes. So, the popular composer, Ryo Nagamatsu, has left Nintendo. It's never fun when someone leaves, apart from, like, if, like, if, like, Doug Bowser left and then Reggie took over. See, that would be nice, but this man has worked on Wii Sports Resort, Nintendo Land, Mario Kart 8, Splatoon 2, Splatoon 3, so many games and has made so many great songs. And fun fact, he actually uh, was one of the two composers of Mario Kart Wii's Coconut Mall, a very great famous meme song. He was one of the, the composers. He has left Nintendo and has put out a, a statement on Twitter. I have made a decision to leave the company of April 30th, 2023. I will work a little wider and more directly to help those who need my help and to help the industry. Thank you all for your kind support. I look forward to serve you in the future. And then he put in parentheses, an amicable settlement. So it was all on good terms, no bad blood. He seems to obviously not be retiring at all, but he's going to work a bit more with other companies, it sounds like, not just Nintendo. And I support it. I support it. Maybe he will do some more work for Nintendo in the future, but he does want to work with other companies and get more of his work out there. I understand it. And I, I think I think that is a great for him. So, do that, do that, Rio. I'm Rio, Rio. I believe it's Rio. That's how you that's how you say his name, I believe. So go and do that. Make your music. Make more coconut malls for other companies. I'm a I'm a proud YouTuber. Next, weird news: the Mario movie has been uploaded to Twitter illegally. Illegally uploaded to to Twitter several times in the past few days, in the past week, and it's just odd because this user keeps on uploading it, and I won't name them because it's illegal to upload it, and you shouldn't be watching it. Nintendo keeps taking down the movie when the full movie is getting uploaded, and this person keeps on uploading it. I wanted to DM this person and be like, Dude, you're playing with your life right now. You're playing with your life. Do you see what Nintendo does to people who violate their rules? Like the hacker who is now paying 25 to 30% of his income to Nintendo for the rest of his life? Dude, you're playing with your life, man. That's some 
bad stuff. Now, if you did it once and then they take it down, you're probably fine. But the fact that this person is doing it over and over and over again, uploading the Mario movie to Twitter, the entire movie, you're playing with your life. So you you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, but um, yeah, I'd like to see where that goes. I wonder if they'll sue. Zero idea, but that's some risky stuff right there. Next, on May 1st, we had quite a bit of news in, involving the Mario movie, Splatoon, a whole lot of stuff. So, let's begin with the Mario movie finally surpassing $1 billion at the box office. $1 billion. So, it is actually creeping up on being the best-selling movie of all time behind Frozen 2. It's getting there. And hopefully it does get there. I would really, really hope so. I will go see it 110 times more. Just to make sure. And then it passes Frozen 2. The Mario movie has to be the biggest movie of all time. So, it has passed $1 billion with the help, likely with the help of Japan going and seeing the movie. Actually, that might have been before Japan. It released in Japan. Ah, no, no, no. No, it wasn't. So, Japan might have helped that a lot. Because the movie had released in Japan late April. So, thank you Japan for allowing it to cross $1 billion. But that is big news. Congrats to Nintendo and Illumination. Next, the Xenoblade Chronicles developer team, Monolith Soft. They make great games, I'm sure. I've never played Xenoblade. Not a series that I'm into. And people tell me, a casual gamer, to stay away from Xenoblade. So, I've never played it, but I'm sure... Their games are great, and I hear that they're very great. This company is raising their employee salaries by 22%. This affects everybody at the company. And pay your employees. Good stuff on Monolith, Monolith Soft. What a name. Monolith Soft. You know, I kind of like it. Very, very cool name. Good on them for raising the pay. I'm sure everyone is ecstatic right now over at the Xenoblade team. So so congrats to those employees getting your pay raise. Maybe you can buy a copy of the game with that extra money. Next, news on Splatoon 3. There was an update released, version 3.1.1. Can you believe it? Another one. Now, per usual, this is mainly bug fixes. No new content really, but bug fixes. Now, there are changes to Splatfest and fixes to Splatfest. They're not very long, so I'll read them for you right now because these are kind of big details. But apart from this, it's like, change this weapon, does one more damage. You know, like, it's it's not very much. So, I'll leave the full patch notes in the description. But as for the patch notes, we have changes to Splatfest. One, Data relating to future Splatfest has been added. Whether that be down the line Splatfest, whether that be the Zelda Splatfest, we have new data added. Next, adjusted things like screen brightness and ink coloring on stages during Splatfest. So, you know, hopefully you're not being blinded by all the color and the brightness. They are adjusting that for you. Next, fixes to Splatfest. Fix an issue where the music and performances in Splatsville and Inkopolis during a Splatfest would, would become out of sync if the main menu was open for a long time. 
So, if you had your, your main menu open, you went to go make a s'more, make your, you know, make your kid dinner, or go and, you know, do anything else. Very much so, during a Splatfest, in Splatsville or Inkopolis, which are the only two locations, if you were to somehow follow these specific terms, the music, if you're lucky, would be out of sync. I don't know who this affected. Somebody had to have reported it, but kind of a very specific fix. And then they also write, in addition to adding data relating to future Splatfests, we released this update to adjust how stages look during Splatfests. Please note that we plan on making further changes to ink coloring when using color lock in the next update. The next update is scheduled to be released at the end of the current season. It will focus primarily on balance adjustments and adding features for the new season starting in June. New Splatoon season beginning in June. That is actually not very far. We are one month away from that. So, heck yeah. And then, May 2nd news. May 2nd. What happened on May 2nd? A decent amount. Today is May 2nd as of recording. So, as of now... We have new Animal Crossing New Horizons Switch Online icons revealed for this month of May. Now, obviously, Animal Crossing New Horizons icons have been available all year round. Every single month, ever since they were a thing. I believe that was last, was it April, March of 2022? Somewhere around there. Might have even been a bit earlier. But... They are releasing new icons. Now, most of them are the same, but the kicker is there are four new NPC icons of the NPCs Rover, Blathers, Celeste, and the big one, the big man, Brewster. Four new NPC icons to go and pick up for the Animal Crossing Switch Online icons. If you have that membership, go ahead and pick them up if you're interested. I'm going to grab the Blathers and the Brewster one. I'll probably grab all of them just to be a cool little collector. But these are available until June 5th at 6 p.m. PST or 9 p.m. EST. The clock is ticking. Go and grab those. Next, the Zelda voice actor, Patricia Somerset, confirms she is in Tears of the Kingdom. We thought this was the case, but she has confirmed it. She went on Twitter, said that, the big N, Nintendo has given her the thumbs up to do so. She was the voice actor for Zelda in Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, Breath of the Wild, and now, of course, Tears of the Kingdom. So, good news there. We're not hearing a brand new Zelda voice. We have the same voice actor, and hopefully things will stay that way. I'm excited. We heard her voice in the trailer, of course. Oh, man. Zelda, something about these trailers is like goosebump worthy like whenever you watch the trailers especially this part in the final trailer when zelda said link and then it goes to link on the aircraft and that music pops in if you know what i'm talking about man that's goosebumps right there it's so cool so cool to see and it's definitely my favorite part of the trailer right there link and then it goes to link with the music dude the tears of the kingdom music is so good and we've not even heard all of it yet 
just a trailer song. So I'm excited to hear all of it. I'm excited to play the game. Should be tons of fun. But my friends, that is it for the reading headline segment. Our next segment, our next segment talks about the next generation Nintendo console and how a job listing might actually hint at the newer console and what it might include. We're actually closer than you might think to the next piece of hardware from Nintendo. This job listing hints at it. Let's not waste your time. Let's get to it. Oh, wait a minute. We have some more news. The Super Mario Bros. movie looks to be set for digital release on May 9th. According to when to stream, which is a reliable source on Apple, Amazon, Google, etc. It seems that the Mario movie will release on May 9th for streaming and for rent and all that, all that kind of stuff. So it is 100% confirmed, they said. We've been getting questions on whether this date is, is still correct, and we're happy to report it is 100% confirmed. There's that. May 9th for you. Grab your movie. Anyways, next segment. All right, guys. Switch Pro. I know that you're tired of hearing about this, and I don't want to call it Switch Pro, Switch Pro, Switch Pro, but we're not going to do that. There is a job listing from... Nintendo Europe, Nintendo European Research and Development. There is a job offer on the table that I would advise you to take so then, so then you can learn about the next console and tell me about it and then I can report it. I'm just kidding. But there's a job offer. And what they ask for, the skills that they ask for in the job offer that you need to be you know, decent at and your responsibilities kind of hint towards a new piece of hardware or at the very very least a new aspect of switch online so let's go ahead and let's read through this job listing for the european research and development so it says job offer game technologies research and development it says r and d engineer slash scientist position responsibilities this is a position for engineers and researchers in the field of technologies related to game development. The role requires to explore, define, and implement software solutions in the fields of real-time rendering, high-performance implementation, low-level optimization, C slash C++ development. The position focuses more specifically on game engine architecture, cross-platform development, network programming, and interactions with large code bases. The goal will be to aim for and go beyond state-of-the-art solutions in these fields, targeting current and next-generation, I repeat, next-generation Nintendo platforms. It will be necessary to collaborate with game developers to bring new technologies to the market. All right, well, that's a mouthful. Right away, we can go back and read targeting current and next generation Nintendo platforms. That is what you will expect to work on should you take this job opportunity. So that's pretty big stuff. Now, to go through these smaller responsibilities of the job, you are being asked of being able to work on cross-platform development. 
Now, to me, that sounds like it's going to be Switch Online and PlayStation and Xbox, but that is not confirmed. What that could mean is Switch to mobile or Switch to, I don't know, the 3DS, cross-platforms, you know, not cross-companies. It could be whatever. That could mean PlayStation and Xbox. That could mean Switch and mobile. Could mean Switch and Wii. That would make zero sense, but according to that, it could mean that. It would likely not, though. So cross-platform development. At the very least, something big sounds like it's coming. That could be kind of small, but it does sound kind of big if that's one of the things that they're naming on there that you kind of need to, to work on. So there's that. And then, of course, it says high performance implementation for this engineer slash scientist position. Or, you know, that's kind of what you need to be for the position. That's big. High performance. Can we get a new 4K console? Let me read you some, some buzzwords. High performance implementation. Cross-platform development. Current and next generation platforms. Now let's read it this way. High performance implementation, next generation Nintendo platforms. I don't know about you, but to me that sounds like the next console is going to have some high performance. That is why they're hiring here. They need some help. That's what it sounds like to me, right? That's just what it sounds like. I'm just calling it as it is. That's what I see. That's what I read. That's what I think. I'm calling it as it is listed here. So that's what it sounds like. They're working on the next console and they need somebody to go ahead and help them out. They need an engineer slash scientist. I should work in this field for like 10 years and then get hired by them. And then I can tell you all about it, breaking my NDA, get sued, go to jail, and it'll all be worth it because I exposed their plans. I will never do that. But with that, this job listing, sometimes, like, sometimes these mean nothing. And that happens a lot of the time, really. A lot of them are just kind of like looked over and they want you to know, all, to know all this kind of stuff, but it's not for what you actually think it'll be used for. I think that the timing here is too perfect. I think that they do want you to work on the next console. I really do think so. Just because you're six years on to the Switch. You need to be working on something. And everything here just sounds like next gen. Cross-platform, high performance, real-time rendering, network programming, game engine architecture. It all just sounds like next gen. Sure, there could be a new Switch feature added. Sure, there could be something for mobile cross-platform. But to me, it sounds like next gen. So apart from that job listing, we don't have anything else to actually go off of there. They've not given information. They don't want to give any information. That is all that they want to say without revealing too much of what this person will be doing if you take the job, job uh, position. But... There is that job offer. Now, it's just, it's really, really interesting. It's just interesting. And we don't see a whole lot of job offers from Nintendo that look like this. They're all like, know how to make a game, you know, do this, do that, you know, sit in a factory and watch Switches get made. You know, like, it's things like this. 
So for a job offer like this, it's just it's just really newsworthy, and I thought I'd bring it up. I don't want to make this longer than it should be, but that's why I bring it up. Job offer, it's out there. Switch 2 could be coming soon, and they need somebody to work on that. Now, if you fit that position, that's a fun job. Like, it doesn't sound fun, but man, you're going to know some trade secrets of the Nintendo Corporation and what they're doing. Or maybe you won't. Or maybe they'll treat you like nothing and tell you nothing. Just work on this. Do this, do that. And they won't tell you anything. Which, as they should, you know. But it's out there. Go and, go, go and apply for the job if you fit the needs. Which I doubt I have any engineers slash scientists in Europe watching this podcast that are not already employed and want to take this position. So anyways, Switch Pro, Switch 2, maybe coming soon. But a game that might be on this Switch 2 or Switch Pro is the next Zelda game. And we're not getting there yet. We're not getting there. Next Zelda game as in after Tears of the Kingdom. But what did I just say? Tears of the Kingdom. There's a whole lot of drama. There's drama. It's leaked. <sighs> Crazy stuff is going on with that name. Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Zelda fans, it's your time of the podcast. Let's talk about it. Alright guys, the Tears of the Kingdom drama is getting real. So, we are just under two weeks out from this game releasing... And so many things have happened. People are getting copies early. People are selling copies, dumping copies. What the heck is going on? Here's my take. Here's my thoughts. Here's everything about this. Okay, so let's begin here. Copies of Tears of the Kingdom have been leaked online. People are getting these. They are in people's hands. What the heck is going on? So, notably... One seller on Mercari, which is a site similar to eBay, where one person can sell a good to somebody else for, you know, a decent amount of money. Could be $1, could be $10,000, whatever you price it at. And so somebody, a seller named Blue Star, has gotten their hands on not one, not two, but five copies of Tears of the Kingdom. What the heck is going on? How does he have those? So... What we can assume is this seller named Blue Star probably works at a store. Target, Walmart, GameStop, whatever it may be, where these stores have copies early. It could be a different kind of local store. I don't know where this person would work because you have to assume they work somewhere and that they didn't get copies delivered to their house early, especially five copies. You have to assume this seller smuggled copies out of a store to then sell on Mercari and, of course, play early. That's what you have to assume. Now, this looks legit. They have shown off the cartridge. They have shown off the back of, of the box, which I thought was fake at first, but it looks real once you see the cartridge. They showed off all this stuff. And so we have to assume it is legit. Also on Mercari, you do not get paid until after the buyer approves your, you know, what you sent them. Like if I am selling a microphone and I send you a keyboard, 
you are not going to approve of that. So I would not get paid until you approve. So it would just kind of make this person have to sell legit copies. And what happened is we saw a few of these go up on sale, for sale. And two of them were priced at $100. Honestly, a pretty good deal as the original game is going to cost 70 bucks. So this person priced them early at 100 bucks, and then that's how they priced the two. They priced the other three at $300. So this person is making bank off of these Tears of the Kingdom games selling out on Mercari. And so what happens is, of course, all five sell, and they're all, you know, who knows if they're already in the buyer's hands by now, because this was a few, a few days ago, and they could already be in the hands. Now, this here information, the update to the story, comes from Talk, a YouTuber covering the Tears of the Kingdom, you know, all the news, great content creator, and somebody who bought one of the copies had reached out to him and showed him an email of his order being canceled, not by the seller, not by him, but by Mercari and by a third party. Who's that third party? Probably and definitely Nintendo. So these copies are selling and Nintendo is trying to stop that from happening. Are they successful? Not quite, because here's what happened. The shipment with the game inside of it, supposedly, was already sent out before the transaction was canceled. And so this package is now floating through the U.S. mail service. Was it already delivered? Nobody knows. Was the package stopped in the whole transportation process? No one knows. We don't know if the buyer actually got their game yet. But it's certainly juicy stuff. It's too late. The order shipped. The person might have it. So here's the thing. Because the order was, was canceled, not only is the buyer going to get refunded their money, but they might even get this copy of Tears of the Kingdom absolutely for free. Because one, they're being refunded. Two, it was already sent to them. So, if I was this person, if I was this buyer, honestly, if I'm you and your transaction gets canceled by who we can assume is Nintendo, I would just send the copy right back. Send it back, return the copy, it's not yours. Because Nintendo is on to you. They're on to you. And if Mercari gives the information, they know your address, they know your name, they know everything about you, especially that seller. That seller has their whole address and name in the Mercari system. So that guy's getting sued. That guy is getting sued, sued. That Blue Star seller guy, he's getting sued. The person who buys it likely won't get sued because you could be an innocent buyer just buying an item on, on Mercari. No way to know if you actually knew what you were buying. You could just play dumb and be like, I had no clue. It was a cool Zelda game. I wanted to buy it for the Switch. I had no clue that it was even out yet. Uh, or it was, not, it was not out yet. So the buyer likely won't get in trouble. Who will get in trouble is likely 
a person who is selling the copies, who has smuggled them from a Walmart, Target, you know, wherever. That's bad. So, to the seller, I mean, you knew what you were doing when you priced them high. Uh, They'll probably sue you. I hope all is well. But that is how Tears of the Kingdom copies are getting around. Now, what I believe also happened is somebody also got their hands on a collector's edition. So, Tears of the Kingdom copies are getting out there. And who knows what is happening in other countries. That all happened in America. Who knows what else is happening. And so, because people are getting copies early, people are streaming them on Twitch, people are posting on YouTube, and they're all getting taken down. Nintendo is on top of it. You have the ninjas on the lookout for any Tears of the Kingdom gameplay. They're all being taken down. They're all being striked down or copyright claim. I, th- I think they're being striked. They're, they're being striked down on Twitch and YouTube. And you could even get your channel deleted if you were to show any of that kind of content. And that's good for the big N, Nintendo, to do because you do not want all that out there beforehand. Now, while they're being taken down, what they cannot prevent are people dumping the game on hacked switches. So what people are doing is these games have gotten in the hands of people who have hacked and modded switches. They can dump the file onto the SD card and get it on another computer and post it for people to download and play on their own. Do not do this. It is illegal to distribute the game file or to download it. Nintendo, I'm helping you here. Don't strike this video. But the file is out there. It's roaming around, as is every game ROM file. They're all out there. So that means more and more people are illegally playing the game. And it's just terrible. If you have a copy of Tears of the Kingdom right now, something's off. Now, it's different if Amazon or Target or Walmart deliver you the game early. Back in 2014, my copy of Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U was delivered, I believe, three days early. Three days. I knew that it was coming out in, I think it was late May, and it came a few days earlier. My dad showed it to me. I was like, what? What? It's not even out yet. It was like the best day ever. (laughs) So if you get it delivered to you early, that's fine. But it's different when you smuggle the game. So, I want to see what happens to the guy who was selling these copies of Tears of the Kingdom. Is he getting sued? Is he getting fined? What's going to happen? Because you're getting them in the hands of other players who are then dumping it for other people to play. I don't know. Bad stuff. So, this means that spoilers are going to be floating around the interwebs. The YouTubes, the Twitches, before they're taken down, obviously. Mainly, the the Discords and the Reddits. Nintendo cannot take those down all the time. Especially not, not Discord. Not Discord. So, be careful of spoilers. Even on Twitter, you might see some. Just be careful. Spoilers are coming. I actually made a YouTube short on how to avoid spoilers. I'll leave that in the description. But I, I, I basically said, on Twitter... Uh, use your muted words, mute mute the words, Tears of the Kingdom, mute the words, Zelda. On Instagram, 
hit not interested on all Zelda content. Discord, be careful about going into servers that relate to Tears of the Kingdom. Reddit should be an obvious one. Never go on Reddit. Um, and then for TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, they're all being taken down. Maybe not TikTok, but I don't think that you would see a spoiler on TikTok. I think it'll be taken down. But that's that. Beware of spoilers. And if something happens to the guy who was selling these copies of the game, we will let you know and we'll dive into all that. But anyways, it's out there early. Stay safe with spoilers. We have a few more days to go. Nine days as of posting this podcast. We're, We're almost there. We're almost there. Stay safe, soldier. With that, let's get to the best segment of this podcast and your favorite one, answering your questions. Let's go. All right, your favorite segment of the week and of the podcast. It is time to answer your questions that you have asked me. Normally, they're on Discord, and they are on Discord for this podcast. But I'm going to begin also taking them from community posts on my YouTube channel. So if you do not have Discord and would love to ask a question, look out for my community post. I will be posting it two days in advance. So every uh, two days from, from the podcast or two days from me recording, uh, I'll do two from me recording. So every Sunday, look out for a community post from me saying, hey, ask me questions for the podcast. Releasing Wednesday. Comment down below your questions, and I will answer as many as I can on the podcast. So today we only have Discord questions, but this Sunday, look out for a community post from me. So let's begin. Now, there are a lot of questions. We're going to have to skip a few just because there are so many from one person. So I would say a safe way of getting all your questions answered is to ask, you know, maybe like two, two or three at the most. That's what I would say. So we do have to skip a few, but let's begin here with Luigi bros asking, what game should I get for the new 3ds next? You can recommend new 3ds games, no animal crossing or no Mario and Luigi. So for the new, new 3ds, the quote unquote new games, the only ones that I can think of are Minecraft and isn't Xenoblade one of like the quote unquote new 3DS games. I would say either Xenoblade or Minecraft as those are the only ones that I can think of. And all of the digital ones are actually gone now because the eShop is down. So I would say one of those, one of those for sure. Uh, next Yam Yam asks, do you play 200 CC in Mario Kart? So I do sometimes I did it to beat some of the Grand Prix trophies. I got those but say that I was playing with, you know, with a friend, I would probably play 150. I feel like that's the agreeable pace. And if I were to do a live stream, I would do 150 CC. It's just kind of like right in the middle. It's not because you have 50, 100. So it's not in the middle, but it's, 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 it's kind of like a mid range. Like it's a good pace. 150 is my go-to, but I do play 200 CC sometimes when I'm kind of messing around. Next, Craigslist96 asks, what phone do you use? Good question. You know, 
Good question. What phone do I use? I know it's an iPhone 12. Is it like an iPhone Pro Max 7P48? So it's an iPhone 12 Pro. That's what I use. And um, yeah, it, it, it works quite well. I'm an, I'm an iPhone user. So fun, fun life there. iPhone 12. What's like the new one? Like iPhone 14, iPhone 15. I don't know. Like what's the, the newest? 16? I don't know. Next, Shapito asks, how's life? Life is amazing. Life is fun. I woke up this morning. Guys, let me know if this affects you. So right now we're in allergy season. That's about from April to May to June, somewhere around there. Does anybody like wake up way later with allergies? I got up this morning. Like when I was able to like feel alive and not feel like dead, like a monster, like and like enough to get out of bed, it was 9.30 in the morning. I went to bed at 10.30. Why am I sleeping for so much longer and feeling so much more tired? Because of, because of allergies. Does anybody else have this? Or is it just me? Because I used to sleep at like 10.30 and get up at 4.45 in the morning ready to kick some butt. Now I can barely even get up at nine in the morning. Like it's so bad. And so it's killing some of my hours of the day. But apart from that, I'm doing good. And then what games do you play on your other consoles? So Shapito on my other consoles. So that would be, you know, if not, I assume not Nintendo, you're asking. So That would be PlayStation 4 and Xbox Series S. Those are the other two non-Nintendo consoles that I have. On the Xbox Series S, I play UFC 4, which is like a fighting game. I play FIFA, a lot of sports games. Um, You know, one game that I was playing recently was Disneyland Adventures. Disneyland Adventures is fun. I like that game. Uh, I play a few racing games. I think I have like one of the Need for Speeds or whatever. I like that game. And those are kind of like the four main ones. And then for PS4, I don't have a PS5. PS4, I love playing Disney Infinity. I have a few other games on there as well. But what I've been mainly playing it for is Disney Infinity. So I play that on there. I play some of the old FIFAs too. uh, Just to kind of get a feel for what they were like. I play them on there. PS4, uh, I have PSVR. I play some of the VR games. I love Super Hot. Super hot is my game. I like moths. I like what's the other one? I was playing one recently. Job Simulator. I love those games. Next, Ike Tellius fan asks, what additional things they should if hypothetically they let the 3DS and Wii U eShops reopen for a set period of time? Uh that didn't make any sense. Hold on. What additional things they should if hypothetically I don't know what this means. But maybe you mean like what other games? I don't know. If they were to reopen for a set period of time, I think, and this might not be your, your your question, but I'll give my input on it because I don't understand the question. They should open it twice a year. Twice a year. Maybe even just, just once. Maybe even once a year. Once a year. And it should have all the games on there. That's what I would want in a in, a, in, an, in an eShop reopen. If they were to reopen closed eShops, that's what I want. Next, 
Shapito asks, can I have Swizzle Cakes super fan roll? Please, I'm a big fan. So the Swizzle Cakes super fan roll on the Discord is actually the channel member roll. So if you sign up for a channel membership on the YouTube channel, it's called Swizzle Cakes super fan. And then if you connect your, your Discord to your YouTube on Discord, you are then automatically given that role. So that's why some of the users in here have it, like Jeremy and I think Kuya Koi has it in the Discord. And if you're watching as a member on YouTube and have not yet linked your, your, your Discord to your YouTube, definitely do that and you'll be given the role in Discord. So that's how you do get it. Next, I have to skip a few because, you know, there's there's a lot of questions asked by the same people. Uh, Spark Z asks, favorite weapon in Splatoon 3? I've always, just always used the Sploosh-O-Matic. That is my favorite weapon. I always use the Sploosh-O-Matic. I cannot use anything else. Next, CS asks, what is the worst Nintendo game ever made? My answer to this is typically Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Uh, hop it on the bandwagon there. I just don't like it. It has not very much content, and it's just terrible. I like Wii U games, and I like bad games, but that's a bad, bad game. Like, that is terrible. I don't like Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. Needs more content. Not amazing. I do like Mario Power Tennis, though. That's a fun one. Next, Luigi Bros asks, do you have Minecraft on your 3DS? I do, in fact, do. I actually bought it recently. I bought it recently, and I bought it off Mercari, funny enough, as the Zelda games were on there. I bought it off Mercari, and it was about 25 bucks. I bought it there. I have yet to play it, but I thought it would be a good game to buy before that might spike up in price, as there are not too many of them. So I did, I did buy that physically. Next, Spark Z asks, rarest game in your collection? The rarest one that I know about, that I know about is Skylanders Imaginators physical for the Switch. It's not right here. Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Luigi fell. My Luigi figure fell. Um, so did this controller. What I was gonna say is it's not right here with all my other Switch games. It's somewhere on a different shelf. I I never play it, so, so I didn't uh, have it on hand. But that is my rarest one. It goes for like 150 or so. And I'm never, I'm never selling that, so good luck. And um, my other rare game, which isn't, I wouldn't call it rare. It's like 80, 90 bucks on eBay, which is, you know, gone up in price, but it's not like rare, rare, is Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. That one, I've got, I've got it in my game room, different room, and uh, it's in pristine condition, great condition game. And I will have that until the day I die. I love it. Next, the Hollow Turtle asks, "Do you play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? And if so, who do you main?" So I do play Smash Ultimate, not too much because mainly I have no one to play with is my biggest thing. I used to play some online back in the day with my friends, but as of you know now, no one to really play with, so I don't play a whole lot. And who do I main? I main the Me Brawler simply because I've always used the, the the Me Brawler back in the day since the Wii U game came out for Smash Bros. 2015 or so, and I just love the idea of me being in the game, my me being in there. 
So I use the Me Brawler and I've always used him ever since and I'm just so used to him. Next. Um let's go let's go here. CS asks, is it worth it to buy a normal switch if I already have a switch light? Um so it depends. It depends on how much you want to play in docked mode. And it may also depend on how much multiplayer do you want to play? Like, are you going to sit down with a friend, take off both of the Joy-Cons, and play some multiplayer? If you are, then I'd say it's worth it. If you want to play on TV, definitely worth it. It's like, you know, people want to play it. People want to play on TVs and stuff, and I get that. But it's like, how much do you actually want to? That's what will determine, do you upgrade from a Switch Lite to a Switch? Because that's really the main difference there. How much do you want to play on a TV? If it's a whole lot, definitely get the Switch. If it's not too much, but it sounds cool, I'd say keep the light as a new Switch is expensive. Next. Um, should Nintendo bring back Flip Note Studio to the Switch? Asked by Luigi Bros 4321 I think so. It'd be kind of hard to use, but I think they should bring it back. Flip note is fun, uh, but you don't have like a stylus or, or something like that though. Uh, not not an official one anyway. So, you know, they should bring it back, but I feel like it's kind of late. You should have included a stylus, but they haven't. So I don't know if it'll be back, but it'd be nice. Next, Closet Panda asks, what Nintendo franchise had the worst community? Um, That's tough. I don't think any of them have a bad community. It'd be hard to say that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really answer that one. There's there's no there's no bad communities out there. And what third-party game should be added to Switch? I will forever vouch for UFC to come to the Switch, UFC 4, any of the UFC games, my one of my favorite series of games. Uh, they need to make UFC 5 soon. I would say UFC made by EA Sports. That's got to come to the Switch. If FIFA is on, is on Switch, NBA is on Switch, that's not made by EA. That's 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 2K. But, you know, FIFA's on there. Uh, I believe MLB is on there. UFC is next. Come on. Come on. And next, the Hollow Turtle asks... Uh, there's a whole lot, so I'm going to ask... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to read a few. First game you ever played... I asked my siblings this. I knew it was on the GameCube. They said it was Shrek 2. That's a game that, that my family has played over and over again. So Shrek 2 is my first game. And then the hardest game you ever played. That's tough. Um, Probably... Metroid Prime Remastered. It's not... I guess hard once you know what you're doing. But for me, I was just so lost and I was confused and I wasn't liking it a whole lot. Not to mention, it is kind of hard, you know, a tiny bit. I would take some damage. There was just like so much hidden stuff that I would have never found. So that's probably my answer. Metroid Prime Remastered. Next, CS asks, what is the newest game you bought besides pre-ordering Tears of the Kingdom? That's tough. Um... Shoot, I, it would be it would be a Switch game. I don't know. I haven't played my Switch in a while. Should we check? Let's check. Let's check. What's the newest game that I bought? Um, I might be stupid. 
No, I haven't really bought games recently. Man, um, so the, the, the first one that comes to my mind is Metroid Prime, which was a while ago. Unless I'm being stupid, I think it's Metroid Prime Remastered. Unless you can count the Splatoon 3 DLC, if that counts, then that's that. But I really think it's Metroid Prime. Unless I'm being stupid, I'm not trying to like lie. Just like if I'm forgetting something, then you know maybe that's that. Or you could say Twilight Princess because my my brother bought it recently, and I'm playing it. So you could say Twilight Princess. He's like he's like you know letting me play it. So you can say that as well. But it's one of those. The last game I bought that I remember, Metroid Prime Remastered. And then, last game that I've been playing that someone else bought, Twilight Princess. Next, Durak asks, how are you doing? I'm doing quite swell, Durak. How are you? Let me know. Thank you for asking. And then, Orange Luigi asks, should Nintendo make a Tomodachi Life 2? And if so, what would you want in it? I think, yes, they need to make a Tomodachi Life 2. And what would I want in it? I'm saying... Kind of hard, because I'm not sure what they really could add. I think that the first game is perfect. I'm not even sure if they should make a 2. I think just a port would be enough. Maybe like a deluxe, I guess. Because uh, if you look at Metopia, without making a second game, which would just be more levels and stuff, they ported it and added a new feature being the new creation of the Miis. With Tomonachi Life, I guess just more content... I guess more shirts, more activities, like for example, how you can give your Islanders a Wii U or a 3DS updated, like if you could give your Islanders a Switch, that'd be cool, uh, or like some extra Joy-Cons, some new content, like new accessories, new foods, new, all that kind of stuff, but in terms of like features, I can't, I can't think, I don't know, that game is kind of like already established, It's it's almost like it's kind of like Splatoon. It's like that game is out there. Turf Wars and Ranked Battles. You have those. And then like what else do you add? They can definitely add more features. But I have no clue what they should add in terms of like, you know, new, as I said, features. I don't know. Hard one. But yeah, definitely more food, more items to give out. Things like that. Next, Lord of Blue 3. Or just just Blue the, with the 3 being the E at the end of Blue. Lord of Blue asks best zelda game my answer for that is skyward sword that is my favorite zelda game although i've not played every single one out of the ones that i have played the skyward sword breath of the wild i swear i played one more um shoot yep that's i guess just the, the, those two i guess i'm in the middle of playing twilight princess uh out of those two skyward sword i know it's not very many I didn't grow up as a Zelda fan. I just never really was, was into those kinds of games. So out of those two, my favorite so far is Skyward Sword. Next, Gato and Lavar asks, do you remember the good old Super Mario 3D World Deluxe Days 2021 February? Or that was when it was announced, I think, or I forget. But I think that's, that was when it was released. Man, those days were fun. Though It was fun. I was a streamer. I was streaming that game. I do miss those days. It wasn't even too long ago. It was like a little over two years ago. But those were good days. 
we're also in some good days now, though, so it's all good. Next, the Soda Boy asks, do you think he will try the new Star Wars game? I've seen a uh, promotion for it. I don't think so. Uh, it, it's just not, you know, kind of a game that I would play. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Just kind of how it is. So probably not. But it does look kind of cool. I've seen some promo for it. Next, Chapito asks, I have 60 bucks. What game should I buy? Should I wait for Pikmin 4? My advice... It depends what you have and what you don't have. I would definitely recommend Pikmin 4, even though I've not even played it yet. All Pikmin games are very, very good leading up to now. So I would say Pikmin 4 is worth buying. Therefore, I'd say wait for Pikmin 4. Of course, if you've already pre-ordered Tears of the Kingdom, uh, that's 70 bucks, but you know, it's not too much different from, from 60. Um, Tears of the Kingdom. I would also recommend you Return to Dreamland, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. That's another good game. Uh, I don't have the deluxe one, but I have the Wii version. Great game. Um, yeah, Kirby's Return to, to Dreamland, Tears of the Kingdom. If not pre-ordered, that's ten bucks more, but not too much once you already have the sixty. And then Pikmin Four, I would definitely recommend waiting for as well. Buy that game. It should be a good one. Next, Three Up Moon asks. What's your favorite Spider-Man? I've only ever seen, and this this sounds like a crime. I'm not into all the mainstream stuff. I've only ever seen one Spider-Man because Juice World was in the movie. Uh, his song was in the movie. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I've seen that one. Uh, I just it's just not my thing to watch all the other Spider-Man movies. So that's the only one I've seen, and that's the one that I like. Next. Uh, Three Up Moon asks, how long do you think Sonic's quills should be? 20 inches. No, I don't know. What even is a quill? I, I, I thought I knew for a second. Sonic's quills. What's a quill? Oh, is it like his hair? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's like all the, well, it's quills, but it, it looks like hair. And I say hair because someone made like a haircut of it. Okay, so hair, quills, they're quills. I think... They're as long as they should be. Like, they they look fine. Um, I think they're perfect as they are. I think they're perfect. I wouldn't change them. So, however long they are now is how is how long I think they should be. All right, next. Oops, I, I opened my Word app. Next, NinBlastoYT asks, what is your favorite game of all time? The answer to that is Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS. Love that game. Always will. Great soundtrack. Great features. Best Animal Crossing game, in my opinion. And then next, our final question from TJ. What job would you assign to... And then it's a bunch of Mario characters. Peach, Daisy, Mario, Luigi, Toad, Toadette. I cannot give them all jobs. Uh, that's kind of tough. I don't know. I, I can give a few. So Mario and Luigi are plumbers. Toad and Toadette can be... They would have run a good restaurant. Peach and Daisy would probably... They would have a good flower business. Like, giving out flowers, a flower shop. You know, maybe like a maybe like a whole garden. They'd be good at that, especially Daisy. Because, you know, it's quite literally in the name. And then Bowser? Bowser can be... 
I feel like Bowser would be like the boss of like a crypto company, like a or or he would like create like NFT scams. That's what Bowser would do. <laughs> so Bowser's a scammer. Toad and Toadette run restaurants. Mario, the Mario and Luigi plumbers. Peach and Daisy, gardeners slash flower shop owners. So that's that, and that is all of the questions on the Mario Matter episode number thirty-six. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast let's give a great big shout out to our channel members if you want to become a channel member and get shout outs and unreleased videos and behind the scenes access and unreleased videos youtube shorts all this kind of cool stuff click the join button down below next to the subscribe button on my channel if you're on pc if you're on mobile there's a there's a link in the description i'm not sure why the join button is not you know available on mobile it's, it's just not last time i checked so there's a link for you mobile users and then on Spotify and Apple link in the description as well. Anyways, our members are It's Kate, Carter Crossing, Abraham Belts, Jeremy R, Heisenberg, TSG, Kuyakoy, and Phoenix Love 44. Thank you all so much for becoming channel members. Once again, if you want to become a member, the easiest way is the link in the description. Even if you're on PC, it'll take you to the page where you can see that. Anyways, I love you all. Thank you all so much. I'll see you next Wednesday for Mario Matter episode 37, where we go over even more Nintendo news. I'll see you all then. I love you all. Adios.